It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Kyle. I feel like that's like biblical time stuff. That's what they would exchange as gifts. Fruits in the quantity of three. <laughs> like I gave you three pears, but in exchange, I got three pears. Yeah, yeah. Three pears grown on the other side of the village. Like everybody's just waiting for the one kid to carve them a head in the, or a, you know, the shape of a face on the top of a stick. God, gifts had to suck, right? You're getting sticks and pears. And Steve. If she comes around me, I'll actively turn a wet, turn around. I'll be like a rotisserie. Maybe insult her? Yeah, to her face. Not, yeah. Oh, look at you almost too so dumb. My can't, sniper. Can't even say three-word sentence. Drool. I'm Evelyn. Maybe yeah. we have a net out of the room for that yeah. part. Now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. Thank you, Melissa. Melissa Vaughn. Mm. You can find her on Fiverr. Yeah, doing fantastic work. Doing God's work. Just glad to know that we got, you know, it's one of those, we got her before she's famous. You know? I'm just assuming that Melissa yeah. Vaughn will eventually be She'll blow up. a known yeah. voiceover She'll be like artist. that guy that did the movie, The Inner World. I think his name was like Don LaFontaine. Yeah, what? He had a documentary about him, right? Did he? Um, what? I don't want to. It's wildly incorrect to th- say that I think it was called like The Voice of God or something like huh. that. Because... That's a fascinating story, right? I mean, you... I don't know anything about him. You've danced... Well, I mean, just getting into that profession has to be a fascinating story because... Donald what Fontaine a novel, documentary. What a novel thing. I think it's just called The Voice. Okay. So I just added the... Well, you know, as we dip our toe into the religion category a little bit more, I like to <laughs> toss in some more references sure. to God and rabbis. And, yeah. Boy, this is a, he's a guy who looks like he sounds... He looks exactly like you'd expect him, like I bald, would, older okay. guy, just like a striking looking man. Real strong eyebrows. Oh, but we're, we're coming. R.I.P. Oh, did he pass? Just 13 years ago. Oh, just 13 lost. years ago last week. We missed the big anniversary. Just, well, you know, that's never stopped us from memorializing someone improperly before, right? Look, I mean, it's been a while. Uh, COVID has kind of kept us grounded for the last month yeah. or year and a half. Yeah. We could make a trip to Hollywood and see him at the forever, the forever cemetery. Imagine we go to Hollywood, Hollywood celebrities, yeah. you know, everywhere. And you and I make the travel mm-hmm. just for the gravesite of movie trailer vo- voiceover guy. Yeah. I don't know if that's a better or worse idea than driving to Hartford City, Indiana to properly memorialize C.G. Johnson, C.G. Johnson's childhood home where the brainchild, the wonderkind himself, came up with the idea for the overhead garage door opener. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we just follow up a couple years later. We Do could find think- that email from from our friend Sinuward. Oh, it's ran- still it's still in the inbox. I There's saw no it question. recently. Who runs the 
the public museum library, library historical society or yeah. something like that. And in we case, just in case you're in case you're somewhat new to this podcast. Yeah, that's, that's, uh we go on tangents from time to time. Yeah. For some reason, uh I think it was two thousand seventeen, we're real garage door heavy. I think twenty seventeen was Van Wert. So I believe okay. we were looking at our no twenty I'm sorry. Twenty seventeen was our Boston trip. Yeah. Twenty eighteen Van or 2019 Wert. was Van Wert. I think it was 2018. I always forget. I Don't apologize. Know. Doesn't matter. So I believe 2019 because it was pre-COVID. You and I were yeah, yeah. And we were very COVID world. You could you could dream big dreams. I mean, we took all the all the really big steps towards this trip, mm-hmm. like sending an email and asking mm-hmm. for a placist. Well, we. I well, mean, the plaque problem's been solved. The plaque problem has been solved. I could, uh, we could get our our buddy, yep. Cy Nolan Ryan yep. Young. He would, uh, he, he he'd cut something out beautifully. It would hey, be I, it would okay. be phenomenal. The only way we're going to do this, and I'm serious about bringing this back up again in the emails you're going to send you word. Yeah, there has to be a public ceremony. <laughs> I want at least <laughs> at least two elected officials. <laughs> From Hartford now, City, standing in the front lawn of this again, dump. Again, we we still haven't gotten to the backstory of this. Oh, yeah. We we for for whatever reason we talked a lot about garage doors. <laughs> well, it's because we replaced. I think one. it was around the time that yeah, I replaced two here at our house. You replaced one at your old house. Replaced one and a half at the old house. So you're you're. I replaced on one all the way back at my old, old house. You're four and a half garage doors deep on a personal level. On a personal level. Yeah, I am. Yeah, because I had the white one at my at the Valley house. I had uh, the yep the one at Annette's house. That's two. Then another half of one at Annette's house. So we're yeah. two and a half. Then I did our two single garage doors here. Yep. It was a four and a half. And then I helped with yours. Yeah, this is uh so we we were talking a lot about garage doors for for whatever reason. And it's a lot of garage doors to not talk about how many garage doors you've it done, is. Though, right? It sure is. If I hadn't brought that up, if I was holding that holding that deep down inside and not telling people. Come on now. So yeah, we I don't know why we decided to research uh the origins of the overhead garage door opener. Yes. But we did. We found out that the man that uh, invented them. His name was C.G. Johnson, born in uh, what was the name of the town? Hartford City, Hartford Indiana. City, Indiana. Just oh. a stone's throw from where we are. A couple hours. A couple hours. We'd be there. So we thought, hot on the heels of our trip to Van Wert to see our billboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little less hot on the heels of our trip to Boston to do whatever we did there. Yeah, that. I mean. Our two trips have been for really good reasons. Yeah. One was to go see a bar that a TV show was based on. Yeah, not even the bar that, like, not it, even it, a it stage. Yeah, it wasn't a. It was filmed on a yeah soundstage. Bowen Finch, uh, which is what it was named, yeah. is what Cheers was based on. So that's that was our first trip, and our mm-hmm. second trip, second trip was the most self-serving trip you could possibly imagine yeah. to go see our own faces to see big pictures of us on a billboard. Yeah. So we thought, okay, we got to do this again. So we decided to research uh, the the childhood home (laughs) of C.G. Johnson, the inventor of the overhead garage door. And we found it, shockingly. We found it, found the address, looked it up, Google mapped it, and it's it's in a heck of a state. Uh, So we emailed like the local... (laughs) 
local historical society. And a um, nice man named Sinuard got back to us right away. I feel like we've we had a lied. lot of info. I wonder if we've been lied to. I'm, I just tried to pull up C.G. Johnson. Do you think that the house still stands? Do you think they've ripped it down yet? Because he said back then, two years ago at least, Sinuard told us, I remember him saying something like the house is in a, a terrible a, in a terrible state and will most likely have to be torn down. But, because okay. we wanted to go there yes. and uh, show up basically as the, the final nail was being nailed in yep. and then steal all of the glory mm-hmm. by presenting a plaque. Yeah. We had even brain, brainstormed an idea of having a memorial bench made but we were going to use pieces of your old garage door to make the bench. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So we'd set up a bench outside of the inventor of the garage door opener's house made out of garage doors. Yes. So here's what I'm thinking now, though. (laughs) But it all sounds so not stupid. I still think that's a very honorable idea. His family would be so impressed. Yeah, I, I think that's an honorable way have that bench in the front yard of a deteriorated home that's falling apart and like condemned i have some conflicting information though oh boy because the garage door opener wikipedia which is we all know is the gospel yeah has somebody gone on and changed it no it says it was invented by cg johnson 1926 of course hartford city indiana i'm on overheaddoor.com which is as everybody knows the go-to for overhead garage doors yeah of course the garage door, okay, so the garage door was invented in 1921, five years later. So, okay, so the, that's not confusing. Yeah, nobody cares about the door. Right. We're all about the muscle, the thing that moves the door. But this is listed in 1921 as C.G. Johnson of Detroit. Maybe he was based out of Detroit then. But, but... what I'm thinking is within those five years, yeah. he relocated to Hartford City. I'm not honoring anything in Detroit. So, so he showed okay? up. That, that he, so bunch CG, of losers. CG showed up hot on the scene in Detroit, 1921, said, boom, mm-hmm. here's my idea. Overhead door. Yeah. Dropped the mic, rolled out of town a couple of years later, rolled into Hartford City and said, hey, you may not have heard. The, the news may not have made it yeah. a couple hundred miles quite yet, but I invented this door. You know what I'm going to do now? Bam. Opener. I have... A grand ambition right now. Yeah, what do you got? The garage door was open, was developed in 1921. Yeah. Again, by our friend C.G. Johnson. Yeah, good friend. Rest in peace. I think. Oh, I'm sure he's He'd be like dead. 120, right? <laughs> I mean, 130. Yeah, I mean, if he invented it, uh, I don't know. But people back then did stuff really early, you know? Maybe he was eight. Yeah, he was probably 11 years old. That would invented. still make him 111 today. Would it? Because... If there's ever a time to get this idea off the ground, it's the 100th anniversary of the overhead garage door. Not the opener. That's that's this year. We're five years away from the opener anniversary. Yeah. I don't want to wait five years. No, no, no. We're not getting... You think this podcast is still going to I don't want Reed in school and, you know, hey, Grandma, can you pick up Reed from school? Daddy's going to take a drive down to Hartford City for a podcast bit. Yeah. I think we get in touch with Overhead Door Mm -hmm. and say, hey, we have this email from our friend Sinuard in Hartford City. We're all uh, distraught over the news that the home of C.G. Johnson 
is in disrepair. Have we checked it out yet to see if it... No idea. Okay. I believe the email chain has the address on it. All right. Just going to go ahead and pull that out. But if we get in touch, maybe we could co-opt with Overhead Door this bench idea, mm. and then you and I are the honorary speakers uh, slash eulogizers of C.D. Johnson. I'm, again, assuming the power went to his head. Mm-hmm. Became a drunk, lost his family, died alone. That's how most of these stories end, right? Pull up the email from Seward as we speak. Because with this hundred, so in 1924, it moved to Hartford City. I have no idea if it's still there, but maybe they know. But if they don't know, we need to bring it to their attention mm. that that home is in absolute disrepair. 450 authorized distributors. I don't care about that. I need to know where you are. So their garage door brand of overhead door headquarters located Louisville, Texas. So there is a chance that they have forgotten where they came from. And I think September of 2021 is the time you and I bring this back to the forefront and we try to rectify the wrong that has been committed against the childhood home, adulthood home. That he was from Detroit, so it's not the child at home. The The facility where at one point C.G. Johnson lived. That would be uh, 421 North Walnut Street. I believe we did look it up. Um, What is the town called again? It's Hartford City. Hartford City, Indiana, Steve. Just a stone's throw away from us, um, I think. (laughs) I feel like we mapped it out and it was was four hours or so. Yeah, and... I'm looking at the home right now. It doesn't look that bad. No. From May of 2018. Uh, I mean. Oh, so that was a year before we got in touch with Sinuard. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Listen, it's not updated. Oh, boy. It's a. That's a haunted house. I'm seeing a spot for a bench, though. It's on a corner, which is perfect. Oh, I think the bench should go up on the little. little balcony on the on the property so yeah. then we, i don't want to have to get the homeowner involved yeah well sounds like there may not be a homeowner yeah. um, uh, we got next to a fire homeowner, hydrant there homeowner's taking a dirt nap remember <laughs> look at that right next to the public public library five so calendar and kicked it stop and see senior while we're there funk the bucket. That's what happened to CG. All right. Well, I think we uh, we know what we have to do. I think we follow up with Sinuard. We do. And we say, Sinuard, it's been two years. We were just reminiscing. What have you done since then? Yeah, we're just reminiscing about 421 North Walnut. We feel like now is the perfect time to commemorate CG Johnson. Maybe put in uh, what the hell else do you have to commemorate down there type of note. Yeah. Boy, it looks... Uh... Doesn't look like the best neighborhood. That's right near the library. Is that supposed to mean something? I mean, they don't put those on any corner. (laughs) That's right, folks. Libraries. They don't put them on any corner. Do they even have on their Wikipedia the section about notable residents? Oh, if if he is not a notable resident. I think that that was the idea behind the bench. Because he wasn't listed as a notable resident. 
and we want to make sure that they know. They, Man, I uh, love the front of that house. Though. They I lost I 708 people between 2000-2010 census. Oh. So not a booming town. So it's a place you go to die. So I think this is a nice tourism boom. <laughs> Come see the bench in front of the dilapidated house that the creator of the overhead door and overhead door opener once maybe lived in. Yeah. I mean, Oh yeah, it's happening. Put that on a brochure. Okay. If I'm staying at a super eight, two towns over, I better see one of those large wooden things that carries, you know, Hey, go kayaking, yeah. go pet, parasailing, pet llamas. come visit the bench in front of the dilapidated house. That the guy who created the overhead garage door and overhead garage door opener once lived in. That's it. You don't need any other info. Slap the address on the bottom. Maybe one of those little uh, corner maps with a star where you need to go. And then put a sponsored by Stephen Kyle podcast. Yeah. I mean, we'll get it. We'll we'll talk to Cy Nolan Ryan Young. I mean. He'll, he'll carve us out something nice. We're not exactly looking at a very diverse area here. Uh, 97.3% white. Okay, then. Median age in the city, 41.3 years. Hey, we uh, fit right in there. We're white. We're around that age. 65 or older. Where are the old ones? Blackford County Courthouse. I'm assuming that's it. Listen, I'm all in. I think we got to make this happen. We follow okay. up with Sinuard, say it's time. I don't, you know, what's the shape of the house? Can we put a plaque in the ground? Yeah. How do we do that? We'll provide the plaque if we um, need to. We'll make sure that he's the one responsible for alerting all of the news stations, all the news channels in Hartford city, all of the local elected officials. There is a city council, five members, four elected from districts and one elected at large. Boy, I still laugh about this, thinking that, thinking what could be, we could show up there. Because I remember we had we had this grand plan. We were going to bring a podium with us. And actually... We're giving speeches. At least one of us, Steve, is giving an oratory from the sidewalk in front of 421 North Walnut. Yeah. I want at least one community service vehicle, whether it's a cop car or a fire truck. Blocking a road. I want flags at half staff for the for passing CG. of Senior. Jeez, <laughs> CG. I mean, sorry, Senior. Because I think we need to step up our celebratory game. Mm-hmm. You know, we celebrated ourselves to rave reviews in Van Wert, Ohio. That one lady at the auto sales shop next to the oh, carpet yeah. store. Still talking about it. Our billboard was in front of. Didn't we say like those guys look familiar? I, I, I can't find the story of CG. Uh, when did he die? Because since Clarence Gilbert Johnson died 85 years ago. Oh, boy. So he croaked, what, about a minute after he invented the thing? That can't be true. Did he invent it and then fall off a cliff? So he died at 80, what did you say, 85 years ago? And this was in 2020. All right, so he died in, what, the mid-30s? Wow. Died in 1985 or 85 years ago. I'm trying to see. Yeah. So there's so little known about it. Huh? Sounds like a good plot for history. Of of the the mystery. mystery. 
I just feel like I've had so much ripped from my soul right now, finding out that not only is he dead, but all right. Well, we got our new uh, our new adventure March, planned out. March 19, 1935, oh. just after his 45th birthday, C.G. Johnson settled in to enjoy his new sprawling estate. His enjoyment was short-lived when he suddenly came down with a severe case of influenza and pneumonia. Mm. And three days later, he died. Left behind his widow and two sons, Clarence G. Jr. and Hal. <laughs> And a bunch of garage door openers. How do you think? What do you think? You think 1935. Yeah, so probably... was five, so he'd be. He'd be about... <laughs> it's a ninety. Well, I mean, we don't really have to do the math because we 91. know how long. <laughs> yeah, we know how long ago he died. Ninety-one. If it... you think Hal's still kicking? Yeah. Only one way to find out. I mean, there's probably only the one Hal Johnson. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to send out some feelers. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, would love to follow up on this with. Maybe we can get Senor on the phone. Put him on the spot. Say what do what do we need to do today to get you to commit to a ceremony in front of yeah. the house? Because yeah. the man's life was lost in 1935 before he could properly be yeah. celebrated. It's been a hundred years since he invented this stupid thing to the flu. Yeah. Okay. So he, it's time that he gets what he is owed, and that is a proper public send-off with a plaque made by a local 3D printer. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, it's, how anybody, it's how anybody dead 85 years would love to be Yeah, honored, exactly. Steve. Exactly. The guy... The guy didn't even live long enough to know what 3D printing was. Yes, let alone a plaque. Yeah. They just had carvings on wood back then. Yeah, they hadn't invented plaques yet. And chiseled. In the 30s. Unbelievable. Well, Steve, there's something I've been meaning to ask you because I noticed it. What do you got? I want to say I noticed it two weeks ago, um, and our recording schedule's been a bit weirdly staggered the last Mm. month. I've been giving you kind of some guff the last Mm. six to eight weeks about... Uh, the Comanche Project, and before you think I'm going to ask you about the status of it, I'm not. Um, I did notice, though, that the once upright truck bed mm. is no longer upright. No, it is now downright. <laughs> it is horizontal. That's probably the word. <laughs> so, where you once had two, you now have just the one? Just one, yeah. One truck bed. Sold I'll- the other one. Okay, so I didn't know how close you were to possibly, mm-hmm. uh, again, encompassing garbage neighbor etiquette and stacking no, that no, no. puppy right outside your garage uh, on the side, uh, upright. Uh, I have been extremely careful to not stack anything outside of the uh, garage at all. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I so you're had, able to sell it. Yeah. You believe that? <laughs> like in a Jeep group or a local like marketplace or giveaway um, or what? I had posted it on eBay. And oh then, God, you don't, with, like, for pickup? Yeah, yeah. Oh, pickup, pickup only. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't shipping that thing. Yeah, walk into the USPS for that. Hey, <laughs> there you go. How many stamps? No, I posted it on um, on eBay, and some guy messaged me and messaged me back and forth a couple times. He's like, hey, I want to come get it. He was a couple hours away, I think, in Indiana or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we messaged back and forth, he was like. 
how much do you want for it? I'll just buy it from you. Take it down off eBay. I was like, all right. So sold it to him. And uh, he came two days later and picked it up. And it's gone. Just like that. Just like that. All the weeks and weeks of it being on Marketplace and all the other all the other Jeep sites wouldn't go. Posted it, and this guy – and the thing is, I kind of – like, because I had posted it with a buy-it-now price of, like, 500 bucks or so. And he was the only one that had bid on it. And it was 100 – he had a, a bid of 100 bucks, and okay. it was done the next day. And he messaged me. He's like, I know that the reserve's not met, but I don't want to lose it. So okay, I was like, like he kind of had the upper hand because if what the else price, are you gonna do? The price wasn't going up, and he's just like, "How much do you want for it? I'll just come and buy it." Okay, so I told him I think I got it for I uh, got him for five hundred bucks. No kidding. Yeah, so he came and took it. So that's gone. That was out in the shed, but it's gone now. I have so much room in that shed now. Sold the riding mower. Sold the truck bed. That's the, what? What was the reason why I'm selling the riding mower? Um, it was annoying me. It was giving me too many issues. Well, that was the one that was constantly not working. Constantly. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah but it, I've, I've always, uh, I bought that mower when we lived at Annette's old house and there was a much, much bigger yard. Yeah. And, um, we don't really, we didn't need it here. Yeah. And it was kind of too big for the yard. Like I couldn't get into any of the tight spots in the yard with it. So I'd have to spend a half a day trimming with the, the string trimmer. Right. And I'd rather, so I, I said, I'm done with this thing. Plus it was giving me all these issues. Wouldn't stay running the stupid carburetor, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I'm ready to make the switch to electric. Yeah, be Sold it. And I love my electric mower. Probably someone out there who just, you know, blew in the cartridge <laughs> and that thing's running like a, probably like perfect now. Well, that's the thing. I got it running really well mm-hmm. because I didn't want to sell it. Um, as an issue, I didn't want to give somebody else a, a hassle. Sure. I wanted it to be running good for the next person that got it. So I got it running really well, and then I sold it. But just warn them, hey, at any point, yeah. this thing could take a dump, just long, so you're aware. You know, as long as it gave them a good month. Yeah, right. After that, you're on your own. Yeah. You can go slam your fist in the ground on your own time. Yeah. And after I've been paid. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, because that, that was a deal where... I posted it on Marketplace, and a guy got in touch with me, and we negotiated back and forth a few times, and he was like, can you deliver it? I was like, deliver it? To where? No, I can't deliver it. He lives 20 minutes so from here. So he just here. wanted you to oh. – And then – but I ended up delivering it to him because I think I, I had it posted for one amount. He kind of lowballed me a little bit. We kind of met back in the middle, and then he was like, hey, would you be able to deliver it? And I was like, if you give me the original asking price, yes, I'll deliver it. Because I had I had used a friend's trailer that weekend for something else. Had to, it. I still had it. I lived 20 minutes away. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Rolled it up onto the trailer, drove it over to his house, and he gave me the full asking price. All right. So. Now, so you said you've got an empty shed. Yeah, Wind, I got nothing out there now. Winter's approaching. Winter's approaching, yeah. Think a Comanche would fit? That's a big negative. <laughs> a little too long? too long nah. i just wonder yeah, i mean i'd have to widen you, i'd endured... have to widen the door okay. a good foot you've you've endured one winter now of parking outside in the winter sure looks like it's going to be two winters because you have the remote start it's not like we're you know it's not like you're out there hoofing it at 
three no. in the morning for the most part, right? I'm sure you still have to scrape some snow off at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've I've gotten really good. I got in the habit of leaving the heat on full blast, yep. on defroster yep. when I would get out of the car. So it's like you're back in college or your first apartment again. Yeah, pretty much. Parking outside. So you're, mm-hmm. you've, you're, you're fully prepared. Second winter. Yeah, I mean, I have no other option. Outdoor parking because the Comanche will be taking up. The second stall. I have, yeah, I have no other option. I don't know what, um, I mean, I could roll it outside, but then I'm, then I'm the junk, yeah, I'm the junk person. you don't want to be that guy. Where are you at then? If the truck bed's on, I mean, again, I, I just looked through the Instagram. Yeah. Um, I saw pictures of a few more small pieces of metal. Um, I'm assuming those meant something of import to the vehicle. Well, yeah. I mean, every every piece of metal. Look, it's a big puzzle, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Big puzzle. Because you seem to be hell-bent on any rust anywhere or any potential for rust anywhere on this vehicle. If you could smell rust, you would be there in an instant with you know, anti-rust spray, yeah. making sure that the rust would not be present. Are we still on rust removal stage of the Comanche rebuild? Well, you know, I'm kind of jumping around, going from uh, this to that. Bipping and bopping, you know, you know. Are other Comanche builders or Jeep rebuilders looking down on you for how long this is taking? I'm sure some of them are. But are, I mean, this is something. Granted, you weren't doing this for a six week flip. You're doing it for your own use. Yeah. Uh, again, which I still have my prediction in the bag. <laughs> if you're going to drive it out of the cul de sac once, realize it's lack of functionality like, eh, and that it's not comfortable. I don't really like it. And you're going to say. Yeah, I think I'm going to sell it. Yeah. And then get rid of it. There's a good chance. That that, that could happen. So where I, th- I think there's a good chance. I would say the more likely scenario is is that uh, because we, Annette and I have been talking for a while about we're going to be getting a new car. Uh, her car is, I don't know, it's probably got 115, 120,000 miles on it. It's going to replace so hers. It's getting to the point when we're going you know, we're starting to think about, we're in the very early stages of, ah, what do you want? What do you want to get? What do you think we should get? But Annette is also... I think I know you. You're going to be looking for a Tesla, aren't you? Absolutely. I knew it. I uh, But one of like the, a four-door... Yeah. Are they still wait-listed? Is that something you could get delivered um, to you next week? If you, I mean, granted, you're not doing it. It's funny that you bring that up. Did you have any inside info on that? You've mentioned it before. Yeah. That because you were interested in a Tesla, but that was I think a couple of years ago you'd mentioned we, that you put a deposit down, right? A couple of No, hundred I dollars? thought about putting a, a deposit on. Okay. Because when they the Model Three, it's the like the four door was the thirty five thousand dollar electric car. And uh I was like, Well, hell, for thirty five grand. Yeah. That's I mean, like if I wanted to get a new Camry, that <laughs> that's what it is. Yes. But, yeah, it's very funny that you bring that up because originally we were supposed to record at 10 o'clock this morning. Yes. I had sent you a text the other day saying, hey, can we push it back to one? Because we were tentatively going to test drive one today. A Tesla. At 10 o'clock this morning. Is there a dealer or do you have to drive? There is not a dealer. There is a service center. But since Michigan has a bunch of weird laws about the auto industry and Tesla doesn't technically have dealerships they have stores for whatever reason there are some weird laws where the auto industry the regular fossil fuel auto industry has outlawed teslas from being sold in this state but they have a service center 
and okay. from the service center you can do test drives. So the of close, other people's or do they? No, they. Do, I'm sure they just have. Okay. They probably have you okay. know, a fleet of them there. So it ended up not happening anyway. Um, but I think that there's a very likely scenario where we sell a Nets car, mm-hmm. we buy one of them, buy the 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 Tesla, mm-hmm. and once the Comanche is driving, mm-hmm. sell the Jeep, like my. Silver Jeep. Jeep, the murder Jeep, murder Jeep. No, I'm sorry, was it murder Jeep? No, murder. I'm Jeep sure was you the called it you, that. Yeah, well, I'm sure there was a death. <laughs> so I think that we could be a Tesla Comanche family. That's it. Yeah, but boy, you'd essentially be a one family vehicle then, or one what, vehicle what, family. Yeah. I mean, there's a few situations though, you know, where you guys go visit up uh, wherever the in laws, mm-hmm. but only you'll come back. Yeah. I guess, hypothetically, Evelyn would stay. I'm just thinking out yeah. loud about these situations where, hey, I have to go somewhere and all I have is the Comanche. Yeah. And you're going to strap Evelyn into the bed and I don't you know, know tell how, her to lay down. I don't know how realistic that scenario is. Yeah. I think it's possible, though. Okay. Because if I'm uh, still going to work every day, I would just drive to work every day. Yeah. Unless there were days where... Annette had an appointment or whatever that she had to go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if she wanted to drive the old Manchie. I was going to say, so you would take, would you take the Tesla to work and then leave the Manchie for, for your wife? My wife and daughter. Obviously. You just put her in the, the seat on the passenger side. Yeah. Uh, put her in the bed. Yes. You know, it's much Lay safer. Her down. Much safer in the bed. Wow. You know, yeah. you know, it frees up a lot of space and it frees up uh, some extra cash for you to back in the jet ski game just start just they, totally change you your entire make, priority i think they make an electric jet ski oh, God, get out of here gas her up waste the gas so, so you're the, so you're anti-electric vehicle no the vehicle's fine i think that i mean for me it's still unaffordable for years down the road to be able to afford one of those and you know all i it, hear about are nightmares about when you do need service or anything it's yeah. months out and obviously you have to drive hours to bring it somewhere, and it's a bit of a mess. But Yeah, it it definitely made a difference when they opened a local service center here. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the, for as for affordability, I I think you'd be very surprised. Maybe. I mean, I'm not a $40,000 car guy or $35,000 right. car guy yet. So. Well, we were looking into – because, like, if you look at a – I don't know. We, we like the idea of doing something that's at least a hybrid. Sure. Um. So we're looking at like the Toyota RAV4 and it's like those are mid 30s. Yeah. If you're buying them brand new or the, you know, the Hondas or the another Subaru or something, we're like well, for a little bit more plus there's still some rebates and everything and, and What's uh, the uh, what is the weight on that? Like if you guys you so you said you going to consider test yeah. driving one today. What's the weight? Depending like on the model. One. Um there's the there's the super fancy one, which mm. the, the, the two fanciest ones, the S and the X. Mm-hmm. No, sir. <laughs> Not going to be affording them for okay. quite a few years. Sixty, eighty thousand yeah, dollars something like oh, that. Oh, God. The one. Yeah. The one probably starts at 70. Yeah. So lottery. That's like that's lottery car. If I hit the lottery. Right. Um, but the Model 3 and the Model Y, much more reasonable. Model 3 starts at like 35. 
Um, the wait on them, I think, is January. Okay. So order it now. I think the days, I think like the Model that. Y is a March or April. Man, that still seems just waiting for car. But I mean, at this point, everybody is because there's no computer chips anywhere. It seems yeah. like so. Yeah, that's no different. Okay. Yeah, huh? well, I love I mean, the idea of it. I everything about it appeals to me. I like the for one, I like it because it's it's high tech. Mm-hmm. Like I like techy gadgety stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea that we could charge it from our garage yes and eventually one of those chargers and everything right which are yeah i mean it's there's it costs about 500 bucks and the local um power company offers you a 500 dollars rebate if you install one so kind of break even on that Uh, i like the idea of eventually putting some solar panels on the the back of the house so collecting your rainwater and collecting the rainwater charging the car Mm -hmm. using the um solar panels to Make your garden. You guys only eat food from there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll convert the uh, Comanche to electric. Start weaving hemp pants. <laughs> twist uh, twist your hair into some dreadlocks so you don't have to Ooh, wash them. Yeah. Yeah. Very often. Get uh, accused of cultural appropriation. Yeah. I mean, we could get you to, we could get you to pass that 50% hippie. Yeah. In the next year or so, if that's what you're interested in. I, uh. I like it though. And then you go out in the Comanche, and everybody's like, "Oh, wait, never mind." <laughs> yeah, well, I start up the Comanche, and it fires out enough uh, enough carbon monoxide to offset like six vehicles. Just imagine you wake, leaving at four in the morning here every morning mm-hmm. to go to work in the Comanche, waking up three of your neighbors, dogs barking, backfires. Yeah, as you hear pops and black smoke puffing out yeah. the back as you pour out of the driveway, and you. And as you drive away, you're obviously bouncing because nothing's comfortable. Sure. I don't know, man. That thing's got a uh, brand new suspension in it. Everything. Yeah, but you physically can't sit in it yet because there's no seats and barely well, a know, floor, look, right? Look, look, that brings us back to the initial question. Where am I? Um, yeah, yeah. Mentioned. What's the, I mean, I don't remember the last time I asked you what your goal was. I think it was probably next year anyway. No, I think my goal, the last time you asked me, I think my goal was to drive it this fall. Okay. I think I, I think that's very possible. Still in in the, but for you driving it is probably what sixty to seventy percent done, and you still have everything else you want to do to it. Yeah, I mean I'll be. It's not like I'm going to completely finish it and spit shine it and yeah. then and then go out for a drive. Yeah, no, it, it'll be get it to a certain point when it has four wheels back on it, it has yeah. working brakes and uh, you know a muffler, and then yeah, so. We're getting close. So this fall, you're saying, I mean, realistically, Michigan fall, you have. If I could drive it to your house mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Halloween. Okay. Because uh, are you doing any any anything big at the I house? I have not decided. Probably not. Because I, if you need, um, you know how sometimes you see like, I'll have like a couple hay bales mm-hmm. and then like an old rusty truck. Yeah, yeah. To kind of set the mood. If I need the rusty I truck. I got that rusty truck if you need it. I kind of wish you'd just have a lot of that truck bed. We could have set a scene, you know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of having the actual truck there. So that gives you a little over 50 some days to get that thing drivable. Wait, when you put it like that, I, I had such, such high hopes for this vacation. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. like every other vacation, it was a disappointment. Didn't, uh, didn't quite get it done, huh? Especially after your change. 
you know, you were supposed to go visit your dad. You didn't end yeah. up doing that. Yeah. So in your mind, you're probably, like, you're probably <laughs> all these extra time yeah. for projects. But then I realized that, um, okay, so my last day of work was a Friday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last Monday, that was like a, that was a, a legit vacation day. I was off. Annette was off. Mm-hmm. But then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, she worked. So I was obviously here with Daddy Daycare with Evelyn. And then then the week was pretty much over. <laughs> there, There's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are on Monday later. Here we are Monday sitting here recording a podcast. Steve, it's it's Monday. It is Labor Day. It was a big, big night for me last night. I know. I heard. I heard about that. Um, got a text from Brother Mike. Oh, did you? I did. I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm assuming you have his number uh, at the ready. I would like to talk to yeah. Brother Mike today. I got a text yesterday at 4.33 p.m. from Brother Mike. He said, huh. if you're in the mood for some entertainment tonight, the league that I'm in with Kyle is drafting via WebEx. What is WebEx? So WebEx is just like a corporate Zoom. Okay. Right? So it's a company oh, okay. so you did, So you did a, a video conference. Yeah. So because obviously everybody's still separated. Um, um, yeah. that I'm, I'm I'm very curious that Brother Mike sent hmm. that text to you. So I replied, of course, saying, yeah, I'll see you there with the, the gif of Adam Sandler doing the thumbs down. Um, still not really sure why he is trying to get me to be included in this. It's something I have zero interest in. I've made it very clear I don't have any interest in it. guy just wants to have a, you know, yeah, his brother. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he's trying to call it, you know, his other brother's on, three brothers, cutting it up. No, uh, no, one, zero interest. One guy too good for that. Um, well, yeah, I had you a know lot what, going Steve? A lot going on yesterday. Steve, at 7.30 last night, did you? A ton. Yeah, we had the, the, you know, the thing with it. Because it, it's good you didn't show up because not only did you not show up, the guy who provided the WebEx, Brother Mike, didn't show up. Huh. That's weird. So I was hoping you could dial him up right there. Yeah. I know we have supposedly a more streamlined phone call conversation. As you see, you're frantically, I apologize for putting you on the spot no, like this, fine. frantically see you plugging it in. Um Let's see how this works on the spot. Because I have questions. Um, I have questions to Brother Mike. I have questions about, is this company going to be okay with what happened last night? Hello? Hello, hello. It's the Steve and Kyle podcast. How are you? Uh, Highlight of my weekend. How you guys doing? <laughs> you know what, Mike? I was better 23 hours or 20 hours ago when I thought, the guy who created uh, I, the I knew, WebEx I, I knew, meeting I knew this was coming. and the guy who created uh, an email chain that got, you know, a bunch of riffing back and forth among all these league members. Oh, boy. When I thought that that guy would be there. So, so, my... so I have a, I have an excuse, but go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go. <laughs> Berate me. Berate me. So, wait a minute. We, hold on. We've hold gotta, on. Hold we... on. So, let me just try and wrap my head around this. So, uh, Mike, you're in this, this league uh, fantasy football league with Kyle and a bunch of a bunch of other other guys. Yeah. Yes. Y- you say, "Hey guys, 
I'm going to create the WebEx. I got the fancy account through work. See, this happened more than a month ago. That Mike texted me, I want to get a WebEx going okay. for the draft. I said, that sounds fun. I don't know who's going to join. Let's do it. I went through, personally texted all 11 or 10 other people. Get me your email. We're going to do a WebEx. They all sent it. I sent a nice form list to Mike two, three weeks ago with everybody's email for this yeah. WebEx. All right. And then... Uh, the the moment of truth came and you didn't show up to your own WebEx? So I have an excuse. <laughs> Not just right, a WebEx so, either. To the so, draft. So this, <laughs> so this starts Saturday night. I had a draft on Saturday night. I had to drive to Jersey. And I was up till about 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. You know, might have had a few liquid refreshments. Mike, we're right. too old for 3 in the morning. We, I mean, that's the first thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, did you feel it? The cigar at 2 a.m. was probably oh. over the top. So, so that cigar at 2 a.m., staying up until 3, you yes. go home. I go wife, home at 6 a.m. Oh, God. Wife smells you from two blocks away. My because... wife doesn't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> so you stroll in. Yes. How is Sunday for you after being a man of not 20s staying up that late? So... Where Sunday, where Sunday uh, evolved was we had a barbecue. So okay. went to the barbecue, and you know I'm, I had a few more liquid refreshments. Um, you can just say alcohol. We, it's all right. Alcohol. Yeah. We got back to the house. We got back to the house about I don't know quarter or five. So I set my alarm for six forty-five, thinking you know what six. I'll get a, I got a two-hour cat nap here. I'm on no sleep. Get a two-hour cat nap, and I'll be you know ready to go for this draft. Unfortunately, I, I, I misrepresented the whole AM PM aspect ah. of the uh, of, of the uh, of the of the alarm, Been and uh, woke up at I think it was a little after eight. Huh. Um, but I, I I will submit that I do think my team is actually pretty good, despite my not being there for the first seven rounds. So your team was. I'm assuming that it just gets auto drafted. Like if you if you're a no show, yeah. they just draft yes. whoever. Auto drafted based on 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 uh, rankings. Yes. So, Mike, what you're telling me is at 8:03 last night, I get a text. That text message, word for word, got totally sidetracked. <laughs> you're telling me now, today. Yes. Here, uh, you know, 16 hours later, you fell asleep. <laughs> yes, I did. A father or two, holiday weekend. You're out till six in the morning the night before. You're taking naps at six p.m. Mike, what the hell's going on, man? You know, Kyle, there's this thing called a midlife crisis, and I and I, and, and and I think this might have been it. I how do you so feel? so that was it? Just it's a short-lived uh, what thirty-six hour midlife crisis. <laughs> you know, it was it was uh... <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh, yeah it was rough. Because I have to tell you, there's been incredibly brief uh, overtures, just because obviously we don't really know anything that's going to be going on next year, of going for a weekend to catch a Springsteen show somewhere. Myself. Well, that I'll be awake for. Katie. I'll be awake for that. Mike, your lovely bride. We don't care if Steve's there. (laughs) Steve who? You're telling me that I got to brace my body and mind for a 6 a.m. Saturday night? Go big or go home, Kyle. I'll go home. That's my choice. 
you're gonna, I'm going to be the one who had 11 o'clock of Springsteen. Four hours, right? Self indulgent at this point. Yeah. You know, how many, on, at, how many encores do you need? Looking at my watch, saying, "I mean, enough already. Let's yeah. get out of do here." We, oh, you got to play Rosalita again. Oh, uh, uh, you know, look, Kyle, you can only be young once, but you can be immature forever. That's right. Just remember that. I so we use your corporate WebEx account. <laughs> so, are you looking at an explanation now when you get into work tomorrow on Tuesday? Somebody's no. gonna say, "Hey." We noticed some Sunday night WebEx activity from your account, but you weren't logged in. <laughs> so you wake up, you roll out of your couch-ridden slumber, 8 o'clock on a Sunday night of a long holiday weekend. You mm-hmm. text me, you jump on the draft. You don't have the gall to actually make your face known, though. Are you going to face any any uh, management questions when you stroll in tomorrow? No, but if I did, I would tell the truth. It was a fantasy football draft. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's not the, uh, I don't know, someone must have gotten my account yeah, and decided yeah. to talk for an hour and a half. Yeah, they must have been doing some big d- mutual fund chat on, <laughs> Sun- yeah. on Sunday of Labor Day weekend. I mean, where the, the, uh, is the market up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think anybody's going to notice uh, the fact that I was not there. Um and you know, I don't. I don't think there's a. Uh, I don't think there's a huge cost to the firm uh, for having a uh, two-hour, two-hour WebEx. Well, you know, that's uh, what they say. But then you start. You know, you, you're gonna keep thinking like that, and then you're gonna say, yeah, you know, man, they're not gonna notice this this pencil yeah. off my desk. That's right. Uh, they're not gonna notice this ream of paper, r- roll of toilet paper, <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're prison, Mike. You're locked up. See, that's right. See, at the end of the day, though, I, I think. My my presence of that draft actually uh, would have been detrimental to the uh, to the team I ended up with. I think I ended up with a pretty good team, all it's things o- considered. I mean, it's okay. I mean, you have three running backs on a bye the same week. Um, that bad? It's not good. You can figure. You He's, can manage through that. He, uh, That's not a big deal. He didn't. He didn't That's take not... a kicker. He's a kicker short heading into week one. Yeah, That's you know what? Right. I I thought the draft was actually one more round than it actually was. So <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, that was an honest mistake. Now I will tell you, in my other draft, I took two kickers and no defenses. Oh my so, god! <laughs> so I'm not I'm not having a very good weekend from from that now, standpoint. Now, as somebody who has zero, uh, really understanding or desire to understand fantasy football, you're, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. It's um, the worst. I I feel like it's necessary to have at least one player that plays every position, right? Yeah, typically. Uh well, you know, probably. <laughs> But if you're not going to have a particular position, kicker is probably the uh, yeah the you know the the one that's the uh, the least detrimental. Don't they score the most points? So it depends. So the the, the problem with the kicker is that it's so wildly. Um, I don't know why I asked. Don't yeah, care. Yeah, no, and don't care why, at all. That's why I faded away mid. <laughs> well, why wasn't Steve in this league? By the way, Kyle. Well, so here's the thing, Mike. If Steve had showed up last night, it would just been me and Steve and a bunch <laughs> of the buddies we know. Not even you. So in hindsight, it's it's fantastic that Steve's not in this league. It, it's funny, too, because at one point last night, I did have, for a, a split second, I had an inkling. Uh, maybe I'll send one of them a text. I'll see if I can pop on, do a cameo. You know, go like a like I'm at a comedy club, pop yeah. up, do my five-minute set, and then hit the door. It would have been a cameo for about three people. Yeah. It would have been a cameo for the town drunk Rusty. Yep. Uh, Cy Nolan Ryan Young and my brother. That's it. 
Because again, Mike wasn't there. Yeah. And everybody else. That was the worst part about this is that I missed Robert and I missed. uh, Yes. Oh, we had so Uh much fun in this in this WebEx. So thank you again. Uh, If you actually if you could give me an address or an email address, I'd like to send a thank you email to your management team for allowing (laughs) us to use their WebEx this weekend. I I, I can actually arrange that. (laughs) Mike, um, I'm disappointed. Uh, A little bit hurt. I was looking forward to seeing you last night shooting the breeze. We haven't done a video chat in a few years i believe i jumped on uh, two years ago after the during the draft for the eagles oh jalen hurts yeah i uh, was able to uh, talk with your friends uh, about that and laugh at the eagles uh, a little well, bit we'll hurt have our, uh, we'll be talking gambling i'm sure you know right with the nfl starting next weekend you know well i uh, so well i got you here i'm gonna can't wait to talk Uh-oh. about it what do we i mean eagles oh my god they're third in the division right third hmm it's a pretty bad division. They could they could literally finish anywhere. It's bad, but can you tell me a spot the Eagles got better? Hmm. No, I cannot. Because I mean, their their big Cinderella story last year was Travis Fulgham, a wide receiver out of nowhere, cut by the Detroit Lions. What happens this year? He's now cut by the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, but he signed back to the practice squad. Yeah, we still useless, got him. Useless though to have him there. So you know, we'll just be following along. Third in the division, I think, is your. Any other Eagles thoughts before we let you go? Uh, well, we have the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith. That'll be fun. Who I expect to have a good year. Uh, Hurts, I really cannot get a read on right now. Um, he only played, I think, 10 snaps in the preseason, which to me was not enough. Um, he, I, I, I like his athletic ability. I don't know if he can throw the ball that well, but but I don't think he's going to be bad. I, I'm not sure he's a, you know, he's not your, he, I, don't, I don't think he's necessarily like your quote-unquote franchise quarterback, but I Oh, we can't thank you enough uh, for coming on. <laughs> Boy. Just remarkably huh. rude. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't ask. Did uh, did his connection drop? <laughs> looks the like, problem is looks I like a connection dropped. The problem is I would have sat there for the next... 25 minutes talking Eagles, talking NFC East. We would have gotten to the NFC North. Okay. Boy, we really ran out of time there. Yeah. And next thing you know, we lose Brother Mike on, a- on accident. Accident, yeah. Accident. We uh, didn't have a chance to get to the polls this week. Mm-mm. Too much time recapping C.G. Johnson. for an update we've got a busy next month we got to follow up with hartford city yeah um, we've got did apple. you email Senior back yet i did not no we've got apples two apples well maybe you never know never know if that's going to happen or not apples did you get apples. the text i sent you earlier yes yeah you're diving into a michigan delicacy oh my god was it a michigan did you get it from the grocery store got it from the grocery store right. so i'm Could assuming it Wild was west there unbelievable honey crisp i had unbelievable do you want one on your way out the door brother mike not happy with uh with you right now with me i don't know what happened tech been the tech, connection. tech things yeah you so know we have tech issues on this you thing know, you know these cables they on the fritz every single week hey steve next week i want to tell you because i don't want to forget I want to take you to radio school or ask you some questions about 
okay. radio school. Because oh, maybe so I can answer. So I can yeah. I can fill you in. I can I, I can be the be the inside info for you. Yeah, because I just want to know at what point do they tell you that everything has to sound the exact same, no matter where oh, you are, no yeah. matter where you live. I think it's a big, big point for radio. Okay. Oh, because uh, let's see. So you you did some traveling over the last couple of days. I'm That's assuming correct. we were down heard, in Florida. Yeah. Assuming you heard something, something in particular, or just the overall overall it, sound. Something in particular, but the way it was framed. Okay. It could be in any radio market in yep. the world, and it infuriates me to no end. Is it a? Uh, does it have to do with the thing we always joke about with like? Well, you know, you're driving through Orlando if you hit that pothole. Oh, God, no, no, no. This, this okay. was a program or a ad for the station itself. Okay. All right. The exact same everywhere. Equally okay. dumb Look everywhere. Look forward to hearing about that next week. Oh. All right. At Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Talk to you next week. See you. It is Monday, September 6th, 2021, the year of our Lord's Stephen Kyle podcast. Happy Labor Day. Talk to you next week. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.